across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. 12 after 8. So when you go into an estate, when you go into a complex and you are sometimes asked to give a fingerprint, I always find people want to look at my driver's license. Maybe they think I can't drive. Sometimes they want to look at your eye print. They take personal information from you, right? And under Poppy, the Protection of Personal Information Act, there's actually a way that that needs to be managed. You can't just, you know, they can't just share it with anyone and how does all of this work and I, I'm a little um, uh, cynical and maybe it's just me and maybe someone will phone in and explain it better to me but I think people are using Poppy for all sorts of other reasons by the way uh, to not tell us things that we maybe do have a right to know but anyway that's a story for another day. So how do residential organizations need to manage this? Jeff Gilmore is the founder and president of the Residential Communities Council. Jeff good morning. Hello, good morning Stephen. Good to be here. Just a correction. I'm the founder and president of the Association of Residential Communities and a director of the Residential Communities Council. And it is that body, the RCC, that submitted the code of conduct for our industry. Right. Thank you. Sorry about that. Um, so, no um, as I make, as I say, you know, you go into a complex. You often, you know, asked to give your driver's license or your um, sometimes your registration number in advance. There are all sorts of ways of doing it. How should complexes be managing this information? You see, what's important, Stephen, about the about the Poppy Act is it's not necessarily. Um, only or primarily about what information people are collecting, but what one does with that information, how one protects that information, and the limitations in place according to the eight conditions of the Act of, um, of how one protects and then deletes the information once it is no longer necessary. It's for that reason that um, the... Um, the industry took the decision to make application for a code of conduct. And let me put that into perspective. The code of conduct simply states how we as an industry would like the eight conditions of the act to be interpreted. Let me give you an example. One of the conditions um, in the act is around the storing and keeping of information. So when a particular visitor or a guest arrives at the gate and the, and the community asks to take a copy of the uh, driver's license. Um, it's what happens to that information and how we interpret how long we should keep that information that has been requested in respect of the submission of the code of conduct. So just to be clear, when I arrive at a complex and someone asks for that information, I must still give it. Indeed, but you have the right to make sure when you give it, you have the right in terms of the Act to find out and to ascertain, and it is incumbent on the community to advise the owner or the owner of the vehicle, you, to advise them of exactly what protection is in place to, to, to make sure that that um, information is not compromised, and the driver has the right to ask any information for example who is the information officer who can I contact to make sure that when I leave here or as soon after I leave here that information will be deleted so that it is not forever and a day 
kept there and then stands the chance of falling into the wrong hands. So, Jeff, in the South African reality, what's going to happen is that you'll be met by uh, usually a man wearing a uniform um, and they may not be in a position to answer all of these questions. And I can't blame them, you know. Um, and also being being a guard at these things is actually quite a difficult job many times. You've got to let the right people in and supposedly you're paid to keep other people out. Um, so it can be quite tricky. But I'd imagine most people working at a gate, you know, just trying to do a job, trying to earn some money, won't know the answer to these questions and won't be properly resourced. No, that's 100% correct. It's, that is one of the reasons why we applied to the regulator to have a code of conduct so that the processes we used um, at, at the gate can be managed better. You are dead right. One, I mean, we, we look at the queues at, at gates these days amongst our members, some playing golf, some visitors, some owners trying to get in, and that's simply just going to delay it when somebody comes and says, well, I want this information and I want that information. So it needs to be managed. The people at the gate or the ones that are responsible at the gate to deal with such questions have to be explained properly and processes put in place to make sure that that is well managed. One cannot expect the guard to have all of those answers. Hence the reason why we applied the code of conduct in order to say this is how we interpret that condition is our interpretation of that condition um, applicable or um, accepted mm. by the regulator. Okay, um, so what happens from here? You expect the regulator to sort of come back to you one way or another. Um, in the end, though, I mean, so long as people have a process of deleting the information, and I mean, if you think of how many times I've put my cell phone number, you know, when I sign into one of these places, that's the kind of paper that would probably have to be, have to be deleted or burnt or something too. Yes, quite right. So an important condition of the Act is is when this, where is it kept, why is it being taken, where is it kept, is it safe at the place that it's kept, online or on paper, generally online, and then when will it no longer be necessary to keep. So we have put a, um, a, a, a basic table together in the Code of Conduct which indicates how long one should keep that before we can assure the owner of those details of that information is is deleted. If I've got time, I'll give you a little example. We um, obviously a lot of the living in these residential communities is around security. We've got statistics on on where our our crime comes from, where our 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 hotspots mm. are. So. In general terms, as one exits the gate, the owner of the vehicle would, want, would expect that that information is deleted immediately because I'm now out of the community. However, because the system calls for the identification of any breaches of mm -hmm. security during a certain time, the Code of Conduct requests a certain time limit at sure. which that information needs to be deleted. All right, that's very clear. Thank you. Jeff Gilmore is the president of the Association of Residential Communities and, and a director of the Residential Communities Council.